Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources which inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today, we're going to find out how to evaluate your brand design ecosystem. We'll do that in just seven minutes with Philip Van Dusen. Now, Philip is a creative entrepreneur and the owner of a company called Verhal brand design, which is a branding agency based in New Jersey, United States of America. As a thought leader, Philip shares his expertise in marketing, design, and entrepreneurship on YouTube to his 225, 255,000 subscribers and growing in his brand muse newsletter and his brand design masters podcast and on his brand masters Facebook community and all of those, he's got a few people paying attention to him. Philip, tell us though, who's your ideal client? Well, thanks for having me, Bill. My ideal client are small to medium sized businesses who are looking to leverage brand strategy, design, content marketing, and to communicate effectively to their to their prospective customers so they can build strong and sustainable businesses. These small business owners, medium-sized business owners have a problem in this space that you've identified. So what is that problem and how do you go about solving it? Well, I used to work with the Fortune 100 for about 25 plus years doing branding and design. And I found that companies of that size and that scale can afford to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to have really smart brand strategy and, and strategy done for them. But a lot of small to medium-sized businesses, and this is everything from startups to you know, 10 to $100 million a year businesses, a lot of them don't really go through that intellectual rigor to really clarify their brand positioning and also their the, the um landscape of their competitive set and where they're going to stake their claim. And so what I've done is I've taken the methodology that I used with the P&Gs and the Disneys and the PepsiCos of the world, and I've scaled it down so small and medium-sized businesses can make use of that same sort of intellectual rigor to, to make their big businesses super strong and to also clarify what I like to call brand ecosystem, which is their digital footprint and across all of their branding touch points. So their website, their social media, their content, et cetera. So I help people define those things, design them, and then put them into use. So my third question revolves around emotions and feelings and symptoms and things. So what's going on inside somebody that would maybe give them the the feeling, if you will, that they don't have a cohesive brand strategy and they need to talk to you, Philip. Yeah. A lot of people have a website that's underperforming or they have a website design or the design of their brand, their brand identity, that meaning their logo, their color palette, their fonts, et cetera, are very fractured and they may be showing up different ways in different places. And they may not be getting the sort of traction from their website, the number of you know calls or contact form fills that they'd like to get. And they have a sneaking suspicion that it has something to do with their branding or how they're communicating with their customer. They feel like or they think that something's in something is broken, but they don't really understand what it is. So my superpower is I kind of come in and I will 
evaluate an entire brand's ecosystem, everything from its design to its copywriting, to its website, its social media channels, any kind of advertising or marketing it's doing, how it's engaging with its consumer or customer base, both on social as well as in their business outreach. Could be a newsletter, could be content they're putting out. And I evaluate all those things to make sure that they are as strong as they can be, as consistent as they can be, and also up to the levels of, of the standards of, of you know the best of the best in the branding industry. So they're as effective as they possibly can be. Oh, excellent. So these uh, people you've described, the owners of these small, medium-sized businesses, they like to tackle things on their own and solve problems. When they try that on their own, what sort of mistakes, Philip, do you see them making over and over again? Yeah, a lot of companies, every company starts off small, right? You may start off with some investment. You could start off as being a solopreneur and then grow into a, a larger corporation. And, and lots of companies don't really go about their branding in a very thoughtful way in the very beginning. They just think of, we need a color system, we need maybe a logo, and then they start slapping it on things, websites, you know, business cards, collateral. And as they have to approach new, they might have to go to a trade show and then they design a bunch of stuff for a trade show. And then they decide they have to be on social media and they'll design some stuff for social media. And before you know it, their brand design has gotten very fractured and not consistent across all of these platforms. And they may, may have made kind of gut level at the spur of the moment decisions around what they should do in terms of design or copywriting or communicating or what platforms to be on or what kind of content to develop. And they, over time, their ecosystem has gotten very fractured and very kind of confusing to people. And I like to talk about it in the kind of the terms of what I call the three R's, which is being recognized, being remembered and being revered. And for people to recognize you, you have to be striking, consistent across every platform that you show up on. And in doing that, you help people recognize you. And so when they recognize you, they can start to build that brand equity and that understanding in themselves about who you are, what you offer, why you're better, why you're different and all that sort of stuff. And then as you develop or as you deliver your products and services at the level, you know, the stellar level that you're going to deliver them, they start to build that trust and that, that level of reverence of, of loving your brand. And so what brands have a tendency to do is they have a tendency to just kind of jump out of the gate without putting a whole lot of thought into what their brand positioning is, who their competitive set is, not really understanding who their competitors right. in or how yeah, their position themselves. I've themselves. seen what you're describing multiple times when you think about adding one more thing and you wonder how come where did that come from so tell i know there's a lot of things that people might do but what's one single action that our listeners could take maybe today philip that would help them if you will start a way to chipping away at this roadblock they've created for themselves in this branding area yeah i what people can do is they can kind of back up number 1 and take a look at what their branding looks like and what it's sounding like across all of the different platforms that they're on so essentially kind of taking an inventory of where their brand is showing up what ecosystem elements do they have do they have a website do they have social channels do they have content they're putting out an audio podcasts white papers blog posts and you know a newsletter 
what are they doing and how are they doing each one of those things? How do they relate to each other and how are they showing up visually and in terms of copywriting across all of those elements and do okay. a bit of a, a deep dive into evaluating what they're doing. And if they think that it's strong or whether they think that it's, there are aspects of it that need to be refined. Talking about aspects of things. I know you've got a fantastic gift for our listeners that would help them here. So I what do. is the gift, uh, Philip, and where would they go on your website to get their hands on it? Sure. The gift is a free download that I have. It's called Nine Brand Design Elements You Absolutely Positively Need. And it's essentially kind of nine key elements of any brand's design. A couple of them I'm almost positive that you, your listeners have not heard of or not thought about. And it's a it's a download if you go to philipvandusen.com slash freebie, F-R-E. E-B-I-E. You can download that, that free lead magnet and it'll walk you through what those nine design elements are in just a few pages. And you'll be able to really start to look at your brand in a different way. Beautiful. So Philip, look, I told you I'd ask you seven questions in seven minutes and I have asked you six and it's taken us six minutes. So what question should I have asked you? And I didn't. And then what's the answer to that unasked question? I think the question that most companies really should ask themselves is what's the one thing that most businesses that you could do to increase your chances of success? And the one, the answer that I find is that you really have to understand who you are and who your competition is, where you are placing yourself in that competitive landscape. And it shocks me with a number of clients that I work with, how many do not completely understand who their competition is and what their competition is doing and how they're doing it. And for what a part of that is that they don't have a full understanding of what to look at or how to evaluate across competitors. But so I always suggest that people, you know, find a really good business partner who can do a competitive audit for them because they don't have the kind of, they don't have the, the, the perspective, the, the outside perspective that's necessary to really do that. So I think it's important that you understand your competition. Yes, indeed. That's absolutely true. Fantastic wisdom. Philip, thank you very much. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate you having me on the show. Everybody, in closing, let's focus on the single fact that our businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. They instead, they get there as a result of the owner first learning and then applying a proven combination of having a specific growth strategy of a having a system to execute that strategy. And number three, leveraging high performance team, whether they're on your own payroll or outside resources like Philip right here. Now you can get the key to those three things right now by going to getbillsgift.com, getbillsgift.com and get your hands on that key. Thanks for listening. Philip, once again, thanks for sharing your time with us today. Thanks, Bill.